Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 31 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com, When Harry Met Sally, One Minute at a Time. I'm Rob, and I'm very pleased to say I have some great guests today. Um, Rob, Duff, and Joe, otherwise known as the Midnight Boys, from a free podcast. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, Rob. It's nice to, hey, you know... Join up with a fellow uh, podcasting Rob out there in the world. That's right. That's right. I mean, I, I, I like your name. Us. There you go. <laughs> thanks for agreeing. Thanks for finding the time to, to be on the show. This is, you know, a, a great uh, bunch of episodes that we're going to talk about. So, uh, you know, let, let's just jump right in. So Minute 31 begins with Marie continuing uh, to talk about her own fairy tale and ends with Sally trying to explain so basically, the way we left things off on Friday was that uh, Sally and Marie were were in the bookstore. They're in Shakespeare and Co. And they happened to notice that Harry is staring at them from Personal Grove. And <laughs> then then they start talking about a, a movie, which you know is a, a Hitchcock movie. The woman vanishes. And this minute begins with Marie saying, "Then they fall madly in love." Then Sally says to her, "Also." He never remembers me. And then Harry interjects and goes, Sally Albright? Hi, Harry. And he goes, I thought it was you. It is. This is Marie. And as she's saying that, we see that uh, Carrie Fisher, you know, uh, a.k.a. Marie, a.k.a. Uh, Princess Leia, just uh, basically skulks away, you know, leaving leaving the two of them. And she goes, what's Marie? And then the two of them start a little bit of a conversation how are you? Fine. How's Joe? Fine. I hear he's fine. You're not with Joe anymore? We just broke up. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that's too bad. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. So, what about you? I'm fine. How's married life? Not so good. I'm getting a divorce. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? What happened with you guys? When Joe and I started seeing each other, we wanted exactly the same thing. We wanted to live together. And that's the whole dialogue here. I mean, it's, it's a very dialogue-heavy minute. With the two of them, you know, having this somewhat inane conversation, you know, there, it's, I mean, a very dialogue-heavy movie, right? Yes, I mean, of like, course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, which, not, which is not good. a lot of not a lot of action scenes or cards. No, 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 not thing. like not like my last season where I did Die Hard. You know, Die Hard has a little less uh, dialogue, a lot more action. You know, I, I guess maybe we wanted to see Harry, you know, like uh, pull out a machine gun, you know, uh, start crawling through some ventilation, uh, you know, shafts or something like that. Who knows? But I mean, some of the, the 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 thing about this movie is that the dialogue is great because it flows so well um, that that it gives us a, a larger picture of what's really going on with these characters. You know, even even the beginning of this minute when with Marie talking, okay, we we know a little bit about Marie, okay, from what uh, happened with her, you know, just two weeks ago when we were talking about it. You know, she's in in a I guess you can say a relationship. With, you know, with a married man who she feels is, you know, eventually going to leave his wife. But, you know, everyone believes that that he's not. And but she's still looking for that fairy tale ending, which is, is very interesting that that she's that she's looking at this way. You know, you'd think that she'd be happy with what she has because she she's hoping for the best there. But, you know, we're, we're, we're shown a little bit into, you know, into her mind that she herself also knows that this isn't something that's going to last. And that eventually, you know, she she still wants that fairy tale uh, story, and maybe with, uh, you know, Miracle Max. Who knows? 
<laughs> is she the yeah. most romantic character? Do you think? Like, do you think? Do you think her viewpoint of all the, of like, I guess the four main leads, um, leads with the four main characters? I mean, do you think Marie is the one who's has the most romantic view of the world? I, I would actually say yes. I think she does, but she, but she, she puts on, you know, uh, she has a mask on. You know, it's something that you can you can hear here and there, but it's not something that that you can clearly see. She doesn't want to show it to people. You know, but I mean, you have this line. You have later on when when she's sitting and talking with with Jess. You know, in the when when they're in the restaurant, when they're trying to you know fix the two of them up with Harry and Sally. You know, she also realize we you can realize there that she is looking for something more. She is much more romantic. I don't think Jess is very romantic with the way that he acts, and Harry and Sally. No. Harry and Sally, I don't know if they're really that romantic with the way that they're they're acting. So I would say yes. What what, yeah. what, what do you guys think? No, I I think you're right. I mean, I think um, you. I mean, early on this week, the reason I asked is early on this week kind of sets that up between like you know when when uh, when Harry and Sally first meet and they're just talking about you know uh, platonic friendships, but also like love and how does it all work out? And they have very different views on that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it is kind of a theme that runs through it, but I would, right. Marie's but mind. I mean, I see, I see Harry, well, we all see Harry as more of a womanizer, you know, throughout the, the whole movie, you know, he's just, just looking to, to, to find a woman to spend time with, you know, which is a lot of his conversations of what he's talking about. But we also get an impression about Joe, which is why in this, um, in this minute, it's very interesting. I mean, I'm surprised that Sally lasted five years with Joe. You know, we, we, no, not to Joe here. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> I'm surprised if, if she lasted five years with me, too. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she, def she definitely gave it the old college try. Right. No, but, but, I mean, the, the impression that we get when Harry meets Joe, met Joe, you know, a few weeks ago was the idea that, that, you know, they knew each other from, from, they were living in the same building. But it, it sounded to me like the two of them were, um uh what's what's the uh what's what's the right uh pro what's the proper term for it the the two of them were probably going out you know hunting for women all the time together that's what it made it seem yeah you know, that, that they're right. prowling the entire time you know that they were they were acquaintances who were trying to always try and find you know uh women to hook up with and things like that it is funny to me in retrospect that like at this in what 1989 that you had Billy Crystal being like not like an alpha male but like he is like like the New York guy like right. he is like <laughs> like he's like he is supposedly like oh ladies if you go out watch out for this type of guy or you <laughs> right. know like well I, I like think he's he, even funnier is the fact that that you know his character is based on Rob Reiner Okay, so right. yeah. Rob Reiner, you would think is is even less of the alpha guy than you know than Billy Crystal is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, was the script originally written for like Rob Reiner as the Harry role, and Sally was like not Nora not Efron? really. It was it was okay. it was written by Rob Reiner and Nora Ephron, but they based the characters on themselves. So okay. a lot of the the characteristics that we get in each of the two characters is based on things that they really did. You know, I've, I've listened to the commentary numerous times. Uh, there, there are actually two commentary tracks on the, on, on the version that I have of the movie. 
One of them is just Rob Reiner, and the other one is Rob Reiner, Nora Ephron, and Billy Crystal together. And it's so fascinating to listen to, to the one with the three of them because they each start talking about, you know, who who gave which ideas for certain uh, dialogue scenes and certain scenes, you know, and things like that. You know, like there are times when Nora Ephron will say, oh, this this happened to me, you know, and things like that. That's so, interesting. you know, it's it, it it's funny. The two of them were in other relationships at the time, and they, they said that had either of them been uh, been single at the time, they probably would have ended up getting up getting together like Harry and Sally did in the end because they were they, they themselves were good friends. Uh, speaking of Rob Reiner, can we talk about the decision of what books are? Uh, of course. On case? <laughs> of course. Yeah, that... I mean, we talked a little bit about it last week, but but sure. We can we can get into that too. I mean, first of all, I, I I did look up most of these books, and these are all books that came out in like the beginning of 1989. You know, most of them right, so are they all didn't these. Put you a bookstore, and we're just like these ones. That's right. Yeah. They're like let's go yeah. to the sex and relationship area. That's where you know Marie and and Sally are going to be uh, perusing through books. You know, yeah, and I, things like I googled that. one or two of them. I don't think most of them are in print anymore. So you right. have to like do some I think I think I think most of them you can you can probably find on Amazon or even use copies of them and things like that. I found I found some prices for some of them. Um I, I don't think that they're probably worth the, the money, you know, thirty three years later. <laughs> but you know, it depends on who you are. Maybe you maybe you want nostalgic books about uh when Harry met Sally. I, it might be interesting to see the best like self-help advice in 1988, 89. <laughs> well, I mean, like... some of the, some of the books, I mean, they, these are books about, you know, how to dating in the age of AIDS. And, you know, these are, these yeah. are all things that are very topical for 1989, you know, which, which yeah, is the one, the one like right you said, under which one? one right under the book she's holding. I thought for sure it said Stargate. And I was <laughs> I so, I was so disappointed that it wasn't like, well, but I then I re, I found out like Stargate isn't even based on a book, so right. No, it is Stargate, but it's not that Stargate. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it is called. I, I it I is. It's Star it's Plus Gate. So I don't. I don't know that. That's one I couldn't find. Man, you know, there so. there must have been a lot of disappointed uh, people at the library over the years when they put that on old and they get it. And right. It's not about Does it Stargate. Even have, like, <laughs> a very like sci-fi typography for way Stargate's written. Like yeah. I would have yeah. thought like that's. That the movie Stargate's based off that. Book. <laughs> Wouldn't it be really funny if that is the real book that Stargate was based on, and somebody actually just put it in the wrong place in the bookstore, and yeah, <laughs> and it's sitting Absolutely. in you know this 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 uh, you know pile of of self help books, you know about how to get a better relationship. I I also like how and maybe in earlier minutes you could see it, but like how you, sometimes we can't see the full title, so you're you you're left yeah. to figure it out yourself. Like I'm so wonderful, why am I? And yeah, I did. I found some of them. I, 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 I Googled a lot of them and, and found found them because they're different shots. So in some shots, they, they seem cut off. And then in other shots, you can you could possibly see a little more of them. You know, so I was able to get full some of the full titles. All right. So if I'm so wonderful, why am I? What's the title on that? Why am I alone? So um, I'm going to have to actually look look at my notes from last week to try and remember oh what it's called, because I do have it written down. Um, um. And then also there's one. If I'm so wonderful, like, why am I alone? That was a alone, book that, okay. that came out on the 20th of April, 1988. Okay. And then there's making life right when it sucks. Um, when it feels goes, all wrong. Goes wrong. <laughs> when it goes wrong. Okay. <laughs> yes. When it feels all wrong. When it feels. Oh, no, that one, oh, that one you can actually see, see the full uh, title. 
Right. I also enjoy there's a book, a big book. You can just only decide by uh, by Carrie Fisher divorcing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's also there's also a Dr. Ruth book there. Well, yeah, not here. Actually, when when we see, you know, Harry last week uh, looking out from personal growth, there was there was a Dr. Ruth book that was that was just sitting there on the on the shelf, which was uh, something that just came out right around then. We should write a self-help book. It was called Sex and Morality. Um, who is taking our, our sex standards? Who is making who is who is something our sex standards? I don't is remember. Who's, who's taking our sex energy? <laughs> <laughs> is there is there money in self-help books still I, I know like you know in the 80s and 90s it seemed like there was a lot of money in it i just don't know like if it still is or now I it's think just a lot like, of it I, is like TikTok. social media influencers like, no i think i think right. now you have to pay money to you know to to get online courses in self-help you know you know they say you know someone, here's here's one free class that's yeah. right here's <laughs> here's one free five minute uh, video and pay us uh, a few hundred bucks and we'll give you another 10 you know, that type which, of thing. Uh, which living Hollywood figure could do the masterclass on divorcing? Like, <laughs> James Cameron's got five, right? Or is yeah. Four? yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if you'd want to actually listen gets... to him for that long. You know, I want, I want Michael Douglas to do a masterclass on oral sex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and cancer treatment. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that might work. You never know. I mean, I mean, but he denies you know, that that's what it is from, you know, so. <laughs> we, I mean, we lost the goat. We lost uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. How much would you pay for a masterclass on divorce from Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd good. Subscribe. What about what about Mickey Rooney? You know, there's another one. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh, that would be good. As, that would be good too. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of people in Hollywood that we could uh, you know try to you know put together a uh, masterclass about. Liz Taylor has an angle, though, in that she can talk about divorcing the same person twice. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Lessons learned the second yep. time I divorced this person. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's next level stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that, those are bonus episodes that you need to buy. <laughs> those, those are an extra hundred bucks for each one. So, I mean, part of this whole conversation between the two of them, it, it, it moves back and forth between you know being like a happy conversation and an awkward conversation you know because like sally seems somewhat excited about the fact that harry is talking to her i mean first of all she she's she thinks he's never going to remember her now i i mean i've I've brought this question up to other people in the past also but maybe you guys have have an answer about this what's strange to me is is that okay they spent 18 hours together you know on their fictional trip between chicago and new york which in their world takes 18 hours but in ours takes about 12 <laughs> so i don't i don't know where they were going i mean we found out that they were going via san francisco or something like that because there there's a <laughs> shot you know when they're in the diner they're they're next to a uh, bridge you know from uh, somewhere i think in san francisco so right. you know they so they spent 18 hours together and then they spent let's say an hour and a half on the airplane together okay and that's it and she expects after 10 years to to remember the, him and for him to remember her like i'm sure you guys have have bumped into people that you were acquaintances with for probably even longer time than the two of them have spent together and you're saying to yourself i don't know where i know that person from you know you're not going to automatically yeah, I, say oh that's harry burns that's maybe you know, I, that's Sally Albert. when you look when you look like meg ryan I guess maybe you're just used to people remembering you. Maybe that's the answer to that. Okay. Right. All right. That, but she keeps changing her look also. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, so. I also think that makes it a little 
Because, like, there's definitely times, like, I remember, um, this is only a four-hour trip, but, like, there was a, like, the older sister of a girl I went to high school with that I, like, uh, got a ride with her back home, which is, like, four hours, and it was a fun, it was, we had a lot of fun conversations, it was fun. I don't remember her name, maybe I do, I just remembered it. But, like, if I saw her in public now, I don't know if I would recognize who it was. Um, That's four hours versus 18. But But would she recognize you, you think? Would she say, oh, that's wrong? No, I don't think so. And then I think, but on the other hand, is like, it's not like they were just like, you know, when we first meet them, they're going together because, like, they know people in college who know each other. They they both know Amanda. They both know Amanda. So, like, I think that changes a little bit because, like, Amanda, you would keep seeing throughout college and she would bring up you know harry or bring up sally so like it'd be a connection to like talk about it and like keep okay. it going a little Could bit be. um i mean i've also like gone to conferences and made friends with people and hung out with them for like three days and i don't really remember them but at th- all. that's my point here you know the fact yeah. that, the, that the two of them you know they're in they're in new york it's not like uh no offense it's not like they're in the middle of wisconsin you know where you're going to see somebody right. and there's more of a chance that you might recognize somebody um i, I had the right. same thing here in israel you know, but but New York, where you have millions of people, what are the odds that you're going to bump into someone that you, you know, spent 18 hours with uh, five years earlier or, you know, you're on a flight from New York to wherever? You know, the I think the script, the script says that they went to Washington, but we never get real in the movie. They, they don't explain specifically where they flew to. But so. also, like, I think but that's kind of the point, though. They do remember each other because it was like an important 18 hours apparently <laughs> right i mean yeah I, for sure i think i think there's two things going on um one is we've all our ever all of us our brains have kind of been fried and we forget what it's like before the internet right and like that <laughs> that like just being trapped somewhere with like nothing to do and i mean like you know 18 hours number one just with anyone i feel like if they're halfway interesting, that'll kind of imprint on you. Right. Um, like I'm terrible with names, but I'll remember like, you know, what people look like and what we talked about, especially if it's interesting and spirited conversation. Uh, I've taken the Greyhound between Madison and Minneapolis several times, which is since it stops everywhere, it can be up to like seven hours and feels like 18 hours, (laughs) but um, but I mean, I remember that guy who said he was LL Cool J's personal chef and was also a palm reader. <laughs> but if you bumped into him again, would you would you recognize him? I think I would. I okay. mean, he was there wasn't like there wasn't anything super like outlandish about his appearance. But I, I, you know, if I heard his voice and saw him, I think something would click. Uh, and then the other thing that I the reason they remember each other, as the movie implies, is that they're both instantly horny for each other. Correct. Um, even though neither, that, even though only Harry's willing to say that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so they're they're both immediately attracted to one another, which helps a lot with the imprinting. <laughs> yes. Okay. There is something to that. I I, I can I can understand that. Um, so, I, I also mean, think we're older too, which uh, like we're I mean we're like what ten years older or so than they are at this point. Like they're what early thirties, thirty. The, um, she according to the script, she is right now thirty one, and he's thirty six. Oh, he's 36. He's five yeah. years older? Yeah. he's five. And I mean, Billy what? Crystal is like 13 years older than Meg Ryan. How does but... that work? How does that work script wise? That doesn't make any sense. It Why makes sense because he... He, he finished his he finished his law degree and she was only finishing her bachelor's. 
Uh, so she was undergrad and he was uh, grad school. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Again, that's what the script says, but you know the yeah, yeah. No, the, okay. uh, the, the difference between the two of them is even for, is even larger. You know, you have a 13, okay. 13 year difference between the two of them. You know, I, I don't know. I never would have thought to put Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan together. You know, that's not uh, forget about the age. You know, you wouldn't think that it would work, but but it yeah. apparently does. <laughs> right. You know, because yeah. they have they have great chemistry here for sure. You know, um, now nowadays it would be like Ryan Gosling or someone like that. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and Meg Ryan. They would, you know, do the opposite. They'd have the yeah. woman older. You know, that type of thing. Uh, it's possible. It's possible. Um, and I mean, as we go through it, it, the the conversation starts off with the two of them in the bookstore, and then just switches to them talking in in a cafe. Okay, so according to the commentary, this cafe is is called uh, the Amsterdam Cafe, which is uh, in New York. Uh, still to this day, uh, as Do far as know? as far as I know, it's still around. Yes, the right. the bookstore no longer is the bookstore Shakespeare and Company. Uh, this this branch closed down. Uh, it closed well, down, I think, about doc- five years later or something like that. The- the documentary you've got mail showed that happening. Yeah, that's well, nice. that that was what you you've got mail was based on. That that that's that is actually what it is. Nora yeah. Ephron, you know, was very upset that they no, closed Shakespeare and and Co. and decided to you know use that. Yep, huh. I'm saying another Nora Ephron joint yes. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The you know it's interesting to think about it that you know she she was you know she made made a script and then. Based on something that happened in that movie, she decided to think of another, you know, something that happened to one of the locations in the movie. She decided to to write a whole new script. Right. You know? But I mean, to be fair, that script is based a lot on um, uh, Shop, Shop Around, Around the Corner. Corner. Of course. Of course. Shop Around the Corner. So, yes. But, but yeah. I, I see but I'm, uh, the, the fact that the, the, the general idea is from there. But, you know, when, when it comes down to it, you know, she's looking at it and says, hey, wait a second. You know, this is one of my favorite bookstores and they closed it. So. You know, why don't I do something like Shop Around the Corner? You know, dealing with right. uh, dealing with my favorite bookstore. But what, what's what the irony of it is is that there are two other Shakespeare and Company uh, branches in New York that still were around after they they after they closed that one. And there's even one in uh, I think Philadelphia. Oh, it's so, a chain. She lied to us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, uh, poetic license. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> And I mean, the, 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 the conversation that, you know, it, it flows really well, especially the way that they just move them into the cafe, you know, and they, they talk about, you know, at this point, Harry gets it's a very smooth transition. Yeah. Like you, you know, if you weren't paying attention, you might not even notice that they switched location because it's just like an uninterrupted conversation. Right. It's also probably disarming for her. Like, you know, this version of Harry, she meets here a lot of that bluster is gone, right? This is a humbled Harry. Yes. Uh, Harry, well, Harry, Harry's got, got the sh- yeah. kicked out of him, you know, just based on uh, last week when he was at the Giants game, that, that right. Giants game takes place at the end of October. So, you know, so this is, you know, late fall, I guess you can say, probably early November or something like that. You know, it's just been a few weeks for him. So he's he's not having an easy time with this. No, you know, no. Which which is really funny because when we eventually meet, you know, his his ex-wife, you, I like say to him, you say to yourself, what did Harry see in her, and vice versa, what did she see in Harry? Right. You know, it's more with with Joe and Sally, you can sort of see them uh, together. 
But with uh, with Harry and Helen, I don't know, a little less. That's what I think, at least. You know, and, and also you can hear the depression in in Harry's voice with with his answers. You know, he goes, oh, not so good. I'm getting a divorce. You know, well, what are you going to do? What are you, you going to do? <laughs> yeah, no. Billy, you, I, Billy, Billy Crystal is actually really good at acting depressed. I yes, agree. for sure. And uh, and he does a, this movie gives him a lot of opportunities for that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially later on when he uh, moans. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Practicing his moaning. Um, so that's pretty much all I have for this uh, minute. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about for this minute? I don't have anything to add to this minute, no. Nothing that we haven't already covered. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's fair. So the, the script has some discrepancies here. The, the the conversation is is a little bit differently. You know, there 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 are a few interjections here and there, with uh, you know Harry instead of saying uh, you know how are you, it's how you doing, and and then uh, you know when when Sally says that they broke up, she goes oh gee that's too bad. I mean small little things that that I'm sure you know the actors themselves uh, did it. But then things there's there's a whole chunk of dialogue that they cut out here. So. When Sally says to Harry after he talks about the fact that he just got divorced, she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. When did this happen? And he says, a couple of weeks ago. And she goes, ah, oh, that's right when Joe and I broke up. And he goes, isn't that amazing? And she goes, not really. Everybody in New York breaks up at this time of year. Maybe it's the pressure of Halloween. <laughs> yeah, you never know what to go as. <laughs> and then Sally goes, what happened? And he goes, she left me. She fell in love with the tax attorney. A Sheldon? And Harry goes, a Sheldon? Ah, yeah, right. Well, Ira, actually, but it's the same. And then Sally goes, I'm sorry, Harry. A Sheldon. And then it, it yeah. And then it mentions the fact that they they move into a, they're in like a restaurant and they're having either coffee or, or wine. You know, it doesn't really make a difference either way with the way right. that they do it. But I mean, I like the fact that in the script, they, they bring back the Sheldon aspect and that it's Sally who's, who's bringing it up, meaning uh, you know, as as she obviously uh, remembers too. That's right. That she that that those eighteen hours are actually something that she remembers fondly and remembers this whole conversation about Sheldon. You know, mm -hmm. Sheldon the Wonder Song. So, and and the, the fact that Harry doesn't remember it says something also. You know, because okay. I mean, we we see throughout this this movie, Harry says things that that sound very profound. But then later on, he forgets that he said them. I think it's interesting about the age difference, too. Kind of makes a little more sense that, too, right? you know, she's an undergrad and she's hanging out with this, like, law student on the way back. It probably has, like, a more of an effect on her, too, when you're that age. True. But she also you know, was, you know, right. she despised him. She, she didn't. Well, allegedly. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you mean allegedly? If, if, she, if she really was interested in, in him, she, she would have agreed to, to go to a motel with him. You know, unless yeah, she I, really I was good friends with Amanda, which uh, I don't know how good friends they were. Between despising and not wanting to have sex with them that day, you know, like okay. I, I just, you know, I don't. The movie that. wouldn't have been as good had they actually slept together there. You know, they they needed to keep that that sexual tension, you know, going for for another ten years. Yeah, it can't be when Harry met Sally, then they banged. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> when, Harry, when Harry banged Sally. That's right. Sally, <laughs> it's a fourteen minute movie. <laughs> I, you know what there probably is a title like that there somewhere probably is um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah definitely i'm yeah. sure there's a parody out there yes a parody these are probably you well, know like, uh... 
<laughs> if you guys want, you're you're willing. I'm I'm willing to let you guys do the the minute by minute version of that one. Um, I'm not going to go through. No, 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 no. You, you do that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no thanks. I'll I'll pass on that one. But but okay. but thanks for the offer. <laughs> All right. Every Monday we have a segment called Mega Ryan Monday, where my guests, or in this case one of my guests, will give their top five Meg Ryan movies, Meg Ryan performances. Performances. So uh, today we're going to actually hear from Rob. So what are your top five Meg Ryan performances? Start from number five and work your way up. See, well, the thing about Meg Ryan is, is like as ubiquitous and as much as like a major actress she has been in my life, I have not seen nearly as many Meg Ryan movies as I thought I did as I was like doing this um, research. I did see Kate and Leopold in the theater, though. Oh, okay, well, that so. does not make my top five. <laughs> um, uh, that's fun fact because that movie is not very good. And uh, weirdly enough, directed by James Mangold, which is one of the strangest. Yeah. I don't know. This is bizarre. He, he is big director for higher energy at times. <laughs> like, yeah. <they're... laughs> um, but okay, starting at number five, uh, I'm going to go. This is probably too low, but it's been a really long time since I watched it. So I'm just slotting into my top five. And uh, if I rewatch it, I'll probably change my mind. But Sleepless in Seattle, number five. Okay. Her performance in that. I'm going to go with her in Top Gun at number four, which is like I a was, forgotten Meg Ryan. I mean, now it's not because uh, Top Gun Maverick's out, but I feel right. like people forget. I was ready for you to be contrarian and make that number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Um, number three, I'm going to go, um, you know, this is a, one I think we did a Patreon episode on, so, you know, always you're promoting, but uh, Her in the Doors, opposite Val mm. Kilmer. Um. Number two, I'm going to go with the movie we're talking about today, uh, When Harry Met Sally. And then number one, guys, and another movie we talked about, so I'm promoting it as well. You've Got Mail. I think she's great and You've Got Mail. Big fan of her hair and You've Got Mail. Yeah, I think she's much <laughs> cuter there than, than here. Yeah, I, I agree with and you. And also, uh, Joe and Duff have already heard me say this, but like, I watch You've Got Mail, and that's kind of like the end of her run, kind of, yeah. like as mm -hmm. a star. And She, she had a 10-year run, and that was it. She's delightful. Uh, she's cute. She still looks great in that movie. And then opposite of her is just bloated old Tom Hanks. <laughs> looks like hell. <laughs> looks like absolute hell. And his career just takes off. And Meg Ryan's is just like, that's it. Too old. Too old to begin any more I, training. You're done. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the, the end of her run, like, fairly, you know, the gag is that, oh, women turn 40 and they're done. That's pretty much what happened with Meg Ryan. She was born in 1961. Well, she turned 40 and then decided to, you know, have an affair with Russell Crowe. That's what really uh, did her that, in. That, I mean, that that too. But, yeah. I mean, really, you know, it's just, you know, you're only America's sweetheart until you're 40 or so. I mean, Julia Roberts managed to uh, drag that out longer and did the successful drama transition better than mm -hmm. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Russell Crowe sure. met her and masked her and command her. Gladiated <laughs> <laughs> her. <laughs> so yeah, it was my top five Meg Ryan. Right. Solid. Good list. All right. That's great. And uh, because of the fact that I have, you know, three guests, so I decided that today we're going to actually also do some off the beaten track uh, stories. Off the beaten track. This season we're doing off the beaten track uh, dating slash courting stories where my guests will give some sort of uh, story, anecdote, adventure, misadventure, something that happened to them over the course of their life, uh, somehow related to dating or courting. 
So, uh, Joe, you have a story for us? Yeah, I thought I'd just tell the story of my shortest date. Okay. Um, <laughs> this actually happened twice, but the second time I had had enough with it. So with the, the same the, person the two, or two, two, two different, different people? Women. Oh, okay. Two different women. So that's how maybe it was Elizabeth Taylor. So yeah. <laughs> I picked a, a young lady up. I don't know how long ago this was. Probably at least a decade. Uh, and uh, we're gonna go out to dinner or something like that. I don't really remember. And I, I picked her up. Gets in the car. Uh, we drive like a block, and I like glance over, and she hadn't put her seatbelt on. Yeah, like, get out! <laughs> like, are you gonna put it? Put your seatbelt on? And she's like, No, I don't. I don't wear seatbelts. <laughs> and you <laughs> slammed on the brake, and she went right through the windshield, and that was it. Uh, I, I, I was like, How do you like? In, in, in the, this day and age, you don't wear a seatbelt. And she's Lord's like, Well, year of twenty ten. <laughs> and she's like she she said well if it's my time it's my time and i was like uh, i wish i had said this but uh i was like well it's time to take you back home I, basically that. I was like nah, i don't think this is gonna work and i just like did a u-turn and just went back and dropped her off which she thought was a joke uh, most, uh two blocks or three blocks back to her apartment and i was like no nah, I'm, I'm not joking like i i can already uh, tell like we're not I mean, you, you made the right call. There's only going to be more bad decisions if something that simple is being thrown to the wind. Yeah, I, I don't need that like chaos energy in my life, I, or at least I didn't at that time. So uh, right. she was pretty okay. upset. Uh, that's I don't I've, I don't know I don't remember. Maybe you told me that story, Joe, and I forgot it. That's remarkable. I love yeah, that that's great. stuff. But you I, said this happened twice. What happened the second time? The same exact thing. Did she have the same excuse? Uh, the first time, it was the second time someone, a, a woman had gotten in the car with me and not worn their seatbelt. And the first time it really annoyed me, but I was like too soft. And I just like went on with the evening. I was like, well, it's her life. And then the second time, I, the part of what made me mad is like, this is happening to me again. <laughs> Where and am I finding these women the date, who don't want seatbelts? I'm guessing the date with the first one didn't go well, which made you be like, that's, I'm not doing this again. Yeah, it's just like, life's too short. I'm not gonna, I'll just go home and play video games or something. <laughs> Well, yeah. it's safer. It's so safer. I, had, I had a little more hairy energy than Sally, I guess. I, I was all I would be alone. I, I mean, there's absolutely nothing good can come from someone with that mentality. I kind of, I kind of liken it to Rob. Your stance on face tats. Uh, yeah. Have you, have there ever been a face tat in a person and they're not a mess? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like it, I, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he he had the same thing happen where like someone got in his car and it was an awkward and the person told him, he's like, I'm not a seatbelt guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, that's just that's crazy. Wild. Well, like it's, the... like, like it's, he offered someone a cigarette. It's like, ah, nah, I'm not a smoker. <laughs> well, that, 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 not me. that's a little different. Uh, you, you go ahead though. I don't mind. <laughs> you exactly. All right, Joe, thank you very much for that story. That was, that was great. Yeah, I, and, I and you know, hope it never happens to you ever again. Uh, I should be good now. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not, not talking about on a date. I'm talking about just in general. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. One of my my ten year old daughter and... actually told me she had a, she had a dream that I once stopped and made one of her friends get out of the car because she wouldn't put on her seatbelt. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I would have done that. <laughs> I, I mean, 
you know, even beyond the whole like, oh, you might die thing, you know, your insurance premiums are going to go way up if that happens. That's true. It's also like not uncomfortable and it takes a second. Like it's not, you're not going out of your way to do it. Like it is a very simple thing to do. Right. It's like a wild thing to be like, yeah, I don't do that. It'd be like if this is different, it'd be like if someone had a drink. And you're like, oh, here's a coaster. And you handed them the coaster, and all they had to do was, like, lift their drink a quarter inch to then put And they're like, no. No, nah, I don't do coasters. No, I don't do coasters. Like, just lift your drink and put it if on the table. If there's a ring on the table, there's a ring on the table. It was meant yeah. to be. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, any advice to anybody who goes through this, uh, you know, this story that, that Joe just told us? If it happens to you, then what I recommend is you just slam on the brakes, and then, then you let them out. <laughs> See, yeah. that, that could have been you going through the window. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Duff, you, you have a story also for us. So, uh, I, I, I thought you have to go after Joe. I hope you can beat it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I think I'll just, I, I know I've shared this on one of our shows, but there was the time I ended up going to uh, a high school dance. Uh, it was an ill advised choice for me to attend in the first place because uh, I was a freshman, this person was a senior. And it was kind of like a situation where uh, this person was just damaged in many, many ways. Do they have a face uh, tattoo? She did not. Well, she may now. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but I think it was one of these things where at the time there was someone I wanted to go with and she was courting someone else. So I was, you know, moody teen courting. about it. Uh, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't even want to go to the dance. And then I had an elective class, which is why I was even around like this person. And she was like, well, if we just kind of like went together and it wasn't a big deal. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Just cause like, I didn't think clearly about it and I decided to go. And it turns out that like, uh, the long and short of it is that she was pregnant and was going to be dropping out of school <laughs> in a few weeks or so. And, it was and just, needed someone to blame. <laughs> no, she want like she wanted. Uh, it was a horrible, awkward evening on every level. But like the subtext, which again, like I was just so dumb and clueless when I was fourteen or fifteen. Like she more or less said, like this is like my last chance at a good time before I have to drop out of school because I'm pregnant. And I'm like, I'm just gonna get my friend's dad to take me home now after this. <laughs> So wait, did you find out at the dance that she was pregnant or you knew beforehand? I'm not actually sure. Like okay. it was came out on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, go. I'm gonna tell everybody that you're the father. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. That's great. So you you, you guys want to uh uh you know tell everyone how they can get in touch with you guys. Right, yeah. Uh, we've got various podcasts, but the one we are currently working on and have been for quite a while is a free podcast. Um, you can just go to a freepodcast.com and you'll see all the links to whatever your podcatchers are for that. But uh, essentially, every uh, we do little seasons, and each season has a theme, and then we talk about a different movie within each episode. So, for example, we just finished up Another Dimension, which is about uh, people who directed Twilight Zone episodes, the original Twilight Zone. And so we talked about movies like Cool Hand Luke and Out of the Past and The Hitchhiker and uh, sort of tied all that into um, 
the original Twilight Zone one as well. So we have five episodes on that. We have multiple other seasons that uh, like Work Sucks and Going Online and How to Be a Dad and all sorts of things. So check that out, freepodcast.com. All right, excellent. While you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher you might be using to listen to this show. And finding me is very, very simple. Just do a quick search for Move Around Minute. You can find me on my website, movearoundminute.com. You can find me on Facebook, and you can find me on Twitter. So you guys feel like coming back again tomorrow? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Do I have to wear a seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what speed are we going. Does it, does that make a difference, Joe? If you're if you're going really slow, is it okay? You know, I'm not fighting that battle a third time, so Dust can just do it. <laughs> just be careful not to go through the windshield, though. How's that? I'll do my best. All right. So <laughs> until tomorrow, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having too. I'll have what she's Gave having. Give me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you. Had to be you